no one ever wants to think their child could be considering suicide, but it's on the rise. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking about suicide awareness. What are the signs you need to be aware of? And what do you do when your child has feelings of self-harm or has suicide ideation? So let's dive into this very important topic that no parent should miss. Hi, this is It's Gonna Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne, and we're talking about suicide, self-harm. It is Suicide Awareness Month, and suicide has dramatically increased in the previous 10 years before it went up about 50%. And that's alarming. And we don't have the statistics of during the pandemic because many states declared a mental health emergency and suicide ideation was something that did increase during the pandemic. So I'm going to start this episode out by saying if you or somebody you love is possibly in jeopardy, in crisis, you want to contact the suicide hotline. It's 1-800-273-5855. Or go to your nearest hospital emergency room. If you have a mental health provider already in your state, please contact them. Nobody ever regrets getting help. They only regret when they don't. So we're going to be talking about suicide and self-harm because, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years and I've supported a lot of kids who where this issue has come up. There's a lot of things that can be done well, and there's a lot of things that we miss. And even though for many kids, wanting to harm themselves, having feelings of suicide often are impulsive. For many kids, there are a lot of red flags along the, the way. So let's get into the nitty gritty of this so that you can have support. And again, nobody ever thinks their kid is considering ending their life. But there are some risk factors and we need to talk about that. So first of all, let's talk about self-harm. Self-harm is something, geez, I think it's been more than 20 years that when I started 30 years ago, there weren't as many kids who who self-harm. And, and self-harm is simply when somebody intentionally has harm behaviors where they're cutting themselves or is the most common, some injury of some sort. And it often gets tied together with suicide because there's blood. Many people who do self-harm, self-injurious behaviors like cutting do not have feelings of suicide ideation. They are two separate things. Now, you can have both, just like you can have ADHD and suicide ideation, but that does not automatically lead to the other. You have to dig in and ask the questions. If you're worried your child is depressed, you're going to a mental health professional. Don't think about it. Do it. There's nothing more important than your child's mental health. And, you know, unfortunately, I know many friends where their kids have, have killed themselves. I know many individuals where they're in a family, where they're, you know, they are the survivors. And I also know people that are suicide survivors. So let's talk about what suicide ideation is, when you should be concerned. 
So suicide ideation is when you have thoughts of suicide. And there's a range of it. Like, oh, I wish my life uh, you know, was over or, oh, it's so terrible, right? Those statements still need to be investigated or, you know, listen, I'm, I'm going to kill myself if you do that again, or I'm going to kill myself by shooting myself in the head, right? Very different kinds of statements. Now you're probably alarmed and that's very triggering for you, but for me as a professional, right? And it's always, it's imperative. It's parents do not have the clinical training to assess if your child is in danger of harming themselves. Once they make these statements, this is at a minimum a need for support, mental health support. But when somebody has a plan or they're repeating it a lot, we need to be worried. And that in itself is a major red flag, right? Are they depressed? Is there bullying? Is there is there major stressors going on? That's when we should. Now, people will ask me, when should I be concerned? I just told you, as soon as you know that somebody is making these kinds of statements, particularly, I wish I was never born or, you know, oh, I hope I get run over. If somebody's saying these things all the time, you should be concerned. Now, if you think there's any worry. And right now I'm saying something to you like, holy guacamole, Dr. Roseanne, I'm freaking out what you're saying. I'm really worried. If you don't have a mental health professional that you can call, you can call suicide hotline 1-800-273-5855. You know, there are a lot of things in our state. You can call a number called 211. Every state is different, but um, it's a place where people can go to get resources of any kind. So you should be concerned when your child is making repeated statements, they indicate any kind of plan like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hang myself or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. That means they're thinking about it, people. You need to be worried, right? And and what do we want to do? We want to get help from a mental health professional, regardless of whether you think your kid is serious or not. Those kind of statements warrant help, right? Let's talk about suicide risk factors. So I mentioned a few of them. So bullying is one. One of the biggest reasons why young adults will harm themselves is a breakup. That is actually one of the most common reasons why. It's often an impulsive reason, but it is something that happens. If there is a suicide of a friend or family member or anyone in your community where it is known, you're now your child or teenager is a much higher risk of suicide. You know, we don't always understand it, but we know that it becomes an option, right? And especially when somebody is grieving, they're much more likely to make impulsive decisions. Clinical issues such as mood disorders put you a higher risk and in particular bipolar. Individuals with bipolar have a combination of obviously up and down mood, but they often are very impulsive. There are some really high statistics around suicide actual attempts when you have bipolar. So just because you're bipolar doesn't mean you are, but you are in a high, you know, you're, you have a child, they're in a higher risk category. These are some of the greatest risk factors. Obviously, bullying, peer issues, those kind of things can be a real driver. And I think one of the scariest things about bullying when I've seen somebody attempt suicide or complete a suicide is that often we don't even know that bullying is going on. There's a lot of shame about being bullied. 
and we just might not know. So then that becomes, when should you be concerned about your child's mental health in general? So are there changes in behaviors? Are there changes in friendship groups? And changes in behaviors, you know, we think of suicide as somebody is withdrawn and sad. Yeah, that may be. But you also may see anger and fear. You may see other behaviors. You may see shut down resistance to going to school. You want to look for somatic issues like stomach aches and headaches and sleep problems is another one that's really, really a higher thing. So those are some of the highest categories, right? Now, obviously, if your child has made these statements before or has had suicide attempts before, you want to make sure you're getting help, right? So what do you do when your child is, you have concerns about your child's mental health? Is this you? Homework struggles, short attention spans, calls from the school, a snarky attitude. But what if there was a simple, tasty way to help? Meet Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. This delicious elixir fuels young minds, promotes calmness and concentration. Put the joy back into your family life and learning with Neurotastic. Go to drrosean.com forward slash magnesium. That's D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N.com forward slash magnesium to get on our wait list for the Neurotastic Early Founders specials that you'll just never see again. That's drrosean.com forward slash magnesium. For the love of God, I don't understand. I work with people all the time that have no barriers to access, and yet they don't prioritize mental health. So just because your brain is telling you, I've provided great care to my child, a loving home, all of these things does not mean your child is excluded from mental health issues. Mental health issues happen for genetic reasons. They happen from compounded stressors where the nervous system gets activated. When in doubt, seek help. So if you are concerned, again, that your child might be at risk for suicide, you've heard some of these statements, and now you're like, wow, I I really need to do something. You want to call 1-800-273-5855 or go to an ER, or contact your mental health provider. Um, It is something that is unfortunately much more common. It's on the rise. And it's because we're missing signs of mental health. 50% of teenagers who have a mental health issue don't get help. 50%. So we don't want to ignore that. We're somehow missing the signs. And you know that grades are never the benchmark of mental health. So we can't say this kid's a straight A student. You know, he, he or she's not going to harm themselves. We, we just can't do that anymore. Kids are distressed. So when you see signs and symptoms, changes in behaviors, changes in friend groups, stomach aches, sleep problems, prioritize your child's mental health, get them talking to somebody, you know, sports, getting straight A's are never as important. So we can only connect the dots looking backwards. And I don't want families to connect the dots looking backwards and having a child be gone. And I think any parent who's had a child who's completed suicide are left in a week. So of just what happened, what could I have done? So if you're worried, go get help. 
and nobody's going to regret it. You're all going to benefit from mental health support. And I know this was a scary conversation, but this is an important one. It's about mental health. So I know you're doing a good job. You're doing all the things you're listening right now because you care about your child's mental health. So keep strong, keep support. And if you have any concerns about your child's mental health, find a licensed provider in your state. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs. And boy, it can be scary when your child has feelings of wanting to harm themselves. And you know what? Sometimes you just don't know where to turn. So I hope today you feel like gotten the resources. It's going to be okay because you are going to support your child in crisis. And it's going to get better when you take the steps. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at.